Hi, Chris. Hello, Rob. Welcome to the 10 Minute Design Chat. Thank you so much. Today, let's talk about inspiration. Woo! So today, we are joined by none other than Bez Shariori. Shariari? Bez Shariori. Oh, beautiful. Industry icon, prolific streamer of over 300 episodes of Bezzy's breakfast board game Blether, and designer of games that come in wacky and wonderful packages such as the L Deck, Yogi, and Kitty Cataclysm. That's a mouthful. Welcome to 10MDC, Bez. I am excited. I'm looking forward to chatting about inspiration. And what's inspired this topic? Oh, oh, well, what inspired this topic was you, Bez. So that means that we're in a kind of snake-eating-its-tail situation where you inspired it, and then we've now made a podcast about it, and you're on it. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and as we're talking about inspiration, I thought today that we could give Rob a challenge. And I love challenging Rob. And today's challenge is for Rob, picture this if you will, to design the cheesiest board game related inspirational poster that you can i want to hear background picture font i want to hear about the wording i want to hear what it looks like and then after this podcast i'm going to make you make it (laughs) you're gonna make me make it so tell me rob i'm I'm gonna close my eyes and imagine this beautiful huge poster probably on an office wall somewhere tell me um okay uh cheesy cheesy i'm in i'm in the office i'm i'm hating my job my boss has just put up a poster uh opportunity is but a roll of the dice uh uh, 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 oh underneath every one is a six in hiding i like it i like that so much uh that's that's i'm gonna attribute that max cringe said that Oh, and then it's going to have to be like, uh, obviously it's going to be in Comic Sans. Obviously it's going to have the black background. And it's probably going to be like a dice in like a still pool of like water, like a distilled pool of water underneath a mountaintop. Like I could see that being uh, being being what we do. Am I going to have to make this now, Chris? Is this going to be, is this going to be merch, official merch? Yes. I, I did warn you before that that was the case. So if you've dug yourself a hole that you can't dig yourself out of, then that is your fault, my friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing this as well. But that was a good tagline. I mean, today we're chatting about inspiring people to do particular creations, like making something new, not just carry on with life, but making something that's never been made before, potentially. Yeah, that is very exciting, isn't it? And that is true. And I think that's the thing about games in general is that we are, you know, we might be basing it on other inspirations, but actually those inspirations give us the power to make new things. And that's what it's all about. Mm. It's that excitement and harnessing that, isn't it? And I think that people find inspiration in different places and from different things. I think it'd be really exciting to hear from you, Bez, to begin with, and then Rob maybe um, about where you find it. Okay, story time! Someone once, I, once I had a challenge and I said, okay, I think this might have been even the first LDEC game design challenge because every year, 1st of August, you can enter a competition. So I was like, well, how do you design a game? I said, well, okay, how do I explain this? Well, I am going to design a game right now and I'm going to explain it. So I said, okay, basically, start off, you just 
think of anything. Let's say you think of hamburgers. What does that mean? And then, okay, I'm thinking there's something little and then there's something big and then there's something little on top again. And then how does that equate to the LDEC? What would I do with that? So, okay, maybe that means I've got a word and then I want to make longer words and then I want to make a shorter word. And then maybe it's a solo game. Maybe I'm just drawing cards and maybe I've got a limited number of cards in my hand and I'm trying to put down these words, that doesn't really work. I'm trying to put them on top of each other. Okay, this putting that um, down on top of each other and extending them, hey, that's an interesting thing. And you play it, and then I actually played it in between typing bits of this message on Facebook, and it was like, okay, this extending it is interesting, and it's not just about what was initially inspiring you to do the thing, but once you're there, once you're on your journey, discarding it and saying, okay, that's great, be gone with you and I'm going to go my own way and I'm now going to make a game that's all about extending the words and going from four to five to six to seven maybe even to eight if you can get there with only a few cards in your hand and that to me is inspiration like having that starting point but then being willing to discard it later on. I completely agree and I think that it's it's really interesting how with inspiration that it can um that initial part you do need to be very open to um but it's funny how these things will jump like you'll you'll be doing one thing and and then you know you may be working like one thing I find I'm really commonly do is I'll work on a game I'll get to a sort of I guess a, a sort of a, a loggerheads at some point and I kind of leave it for a bit and then I'll just go and do something else like I'll go something completely unrelated maybe for a day maybe for a week um but it, at some point I'll see something and it just like it's the spark in your head that you then immediately make that connection back mm -hmm. to that thing that you originally were working on um, and it's, it's yeah, it's just quite an exciting feeling. I think the 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 the, the thing that I found, at least in, when I was uh, sort of starting out, was the more I design games, the more inspiration for games mm. I found. Um, whether it be I was washing up and I thought, hey, uh, I was like stacking the plates and bowls, and like that is in itself, it's like a work of art by the end of it. Because I didn't, obviously I didn't want to do any drying. Like I just wanted to have them all in the drying rack. And I was like, there's a dexterity game in this, you know, like and and it just kind of they naturally evolved. And maybe that theme will change, or maybe the shapes will change, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you can also be inspired by a name, like my game Couple, which is one of the things for the L deck. I was thinking, okay, what's some other game names that end in L? And Couple, okay, this is a game for two players, it's a game of cooperating, you're moving each other's cards, you're kind of taking care of each other. Obviously you can see each other's cards in your but it's all about being in perfect balance. At the end, it, yeah, you are scoring your own points, are scoring their own points, but it's kind of like a balanced yeah. relationship, and that's what I was trying to go for. And bringing it back, and one thing can inspire the next thing, and then it can carry on being a touchstone, but it's like that initial inspiration changes, whether that's the name, a mechanism, a setting, a player action... Um, some sort of hook, whatever it is, then you get to the middle, and sure, if it was the hook, then that's probably going to be the hook that drives you throughout to the completion of the game. But, or same with the name, let's be honest, if you've got this bleeping amazing name, that's going to drive you to the end of it. But any of the other things, well, you maybe move on to something else, but have that as a touchstone, have something as a touchstone all the way through, so it can guide you, be your guiding light. I know that I, uh, one of the things I've been inspired for a game, which I'm revisiting recently, is I went into a gift shop and they had a little tin, but it was shaped like a cassette. 
And I was like, oh, mm. I could put a game in this. And then I was like, what if the game mm. was about cassettes? And what if the game was about making mixtapes for your friends on cassette back in the day without getting all the radio talk and things where you used to have to like press pause at the right time and something like that like that game may well change and it might not end up being about cassettes or whatever but that that was a random thing in a gift shop that made me think oh there's a game there Mm. that's perfect as well because components can inspire your design so much i'm a big believer in if you're stuck just get a bunch of components out and see what kind of draws you to it and me and chris actually ended up making the same or a very similar game about clothes washing i think it was and and it was inspired by i just had i just had a bunch of these mini um clothes hangers like clips and i was like oh i wonder if it's like a sort of little blindfolded put your washing up sort of game and that's actually how me and chris met but it's so easy if you just if you go out and you and you're looking for things then um um, you'll be surprised like things can just jump out of you and actually i have a quick question for for chris and, and then i'll let bez uh, see us out with it as well is um you know can you set your environment up to encourage inspiration you know one of the things that i would say from from my point of view is that i follow a lot of board game instagram uh, channels and that means that whenever i'm dossing off um i'm ultimately i'm still getting inspiration by seeing beautiful pictures of board games like is, is that something that you think can be managed in a way in your environment Yes, I think it can. I think you could, for example, you could have two accounts. You could have a board game and account and a personal one on Instagram, for example. And on your Instagram for your board games, you just follow board game people. So you're seeing only board game things, for example. I also think if you're curating a space, then physically curating a space, you might have somewhere in your house where you feel particularly relaxed or, you know, you might have a desk where you keep it clear so that if you have an idea, you can just bash down an idea. And also I think having a way to note down your inspiration is important as well whether that is not everyone can keep it in their head that could be you quickly put a voice note on your phone or you always carry a pad of paper or something like that with you and I think that that's a way to curate the chances of you having more inspiration or at least be able to remember it because there's many a dream been had of an amazing game that in the morning is nothing (laughs) but just a load of random nonsense I think we've all been there we can't all be Paul McCartney and write songs in our sleep I do agree with you, Chris. I definitely think that you can have a little bit of... Make small tweaks. If I think you've got to think about, are you creating, are you resting, or are you consuming? And that consumption is important. I don't think it's necessarily the wisest thing to just go after board games and seek all your inspiration from there. When I was working on a old flash game this wasn't like a high production or anything that i did called scares and then it was all these levels of shapes moving around and i would go for a workout and i would just let my mind wander and imagine them and allowing yourself to relax and allowing that inspiration to come sometimes if you're moving yourself physically then things come into your head you can actually if you are dozing off to sleep allow your mind to wander Sometimes I feel like I need to be reading something before I sleep or I need to be looking at my computer until I fall comatose. But sometimes just allow your mind to wander and think about other things. Imagine shapes. Try to move those shapes in your mind. See what happens. Sometimes, yes, like you said, just move things around. Have a bunch of tiny dice, whatever attracts you, to move them around. And if you want to make games, take whatever it is. Think, okay... Ultimately, you can be inspired by something else, and whatever it is that inspires you, I don't think it really matters, as long as you start and then you continue. Well said, Bez. This has been 
a very inspirational chat. I had to do, <laughs> I had to say I had to say it. But it is time oh, for us to part our ways until next our paths do cross. <laughs> Thank you very much, Bez. Where can we find you online? So if you want to find me, I am basically Stuff by Bez everywhere. So my main website is stuffbybez.com stuffbybez.bigcartel.com to buy stuff or twitter.com slash stuffbybez instagram.com slash stuffbybez twitch.tv slash stuffbybez for daily streaming at 10am UK time youtube.com slash stuffbybez for the old episodes and facebook.com slash thingsbybez because there was a time when Facebook didn't let you have the F and the B next to each other (laughs) Excellent, thank you so much it's been a pleasure, I'm going to say bye to you Bez and bye to you Rob Rob, I will see you at board day I should know this by now, we've been doing this podcast for long enough, I'll see you at boardgamebud.com And I will say goodbye to you both and Chris, I will see you at 10minutedesignchallenge.co.uk Thanks so much for listening, everybody. And go get inspired. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Beautiful ending, Bez. I think that's, that's the new outro.